year it's locked and loaded. Do you already know what your pick's gonna be? So is there a last week you picked or last year you picked Halloween? You, you did threw it after back on we, the list. after we watched Halloween. Remember, yeah. you were like, "It's just that good. It needs to be on there." And we were like, "Yeah, yeah, 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 yeah." yeah. Mm. Am I supposed to pick a movie that's on this list of five hundred? No, or no. You, you can it pick anything, any movie right? ever yeah. made, even in the last day. Like month. If it was made yesterday, yeah. cool. Yeah, uh, I'll allow it. Yeah, any if it was released yesterday. No, we will not allow. No, if they finished production no. on it yesterday, <laughs> and you've seen dailies. Let me open my, let me open my letterbox. Ooh, 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 I like that. Ooh, I keep all my. You got to get a letterbox. You know, Dude, make as like a, a list guy, I yeah. can't believe you fucking don't. You have should, one. and also we should just make it like a co letterbox. Yeah, it should mm. be just like just a five hundred yeah. greatest letterbox. Because mm. see, you can just put them in a list, and then I update it. And, and also, you can just find the Empire list in, within that. Oh, I'm yeah. sure. Oh, I'm because sure. a lot so of someone's people, already made it. Yeah, exactly, because a lot of people make a lot of lists. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some people just like have time. Yeah. Well, I might like, do that. Hey, okay. Plus, you can just take a screenshot of it. You don't have to like do and, it yourself and be like instead of typing it all out because yeah, like I have yeah. my whole Marvel like ranking. You've already Let made all your lists, and see. you can make sub lists, so you can yeah. also rank your Marvel movies within a sub list. Is yeah. that what you said you did just now? Yeah, because yeah. uh, you could not be like, a sub list, but it's just like a different list. The yeah, only thing about Letterbox, it's film only, so okay. you couldn't see? do like TV stuff. Uh. Uh, That's the problem. Oh, well, there is one. We caveat. got some. We got some. We got some multimedia crossovers. That's a problem. That is a problem. Oh, it's. Uh, yeah. Oh well, see, this isn't as good as my notes. But I think. I guess. I yeah. think. Is I that think what you're saying? Direct to video movies and TV. Well, I, I think because this is not even part of the conversation. But I think because TV is getting so goddamn good. Yeah. They're gonna have to incorporate. I'm sure. Like Watchmen will. is a fucking eight-hour movie, basically. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Got to put it's it like, in there. Yeah. It's like if good. you. I don't know. Like, if you wanted to put in the Daredevil TV show somewhere in the mm-hmm. MCU movies, stop it! No, it's we not don't crazy. Do that. It's not crazy. It's crazy. You could do it if you it's wanted. It's crazy. You couldn't. Could. They've disowned like, it. Like right now, I'm ranking like the Men in Black movies, and I think I'm going Men in Black, Men, Men in Black, Black International, International, Men in, in Black, Black the series. Three. You can't do that. You see what I'm saying? The cartoon show, then two and three. Or Is three that and two. How it works. Hector, if, I watch, if I watch MIB International, yeah, and I hate it, I'm gonna be real disappointed. Dude, Does Men in Black but International take place within the same Men in Black universe as the as the first movie? Yeah, and technically London, as one, two, and three. Right? Yes, correct. So what Where about does, this? What, what if I let you the, the series? I think yeah. it's an alter, It's like a parallel universe. Then what the but fuck what are you talking about? What if you watch that movie for free because I let you borrow the Blu-ray? Then there's no way you could be mad because oh, you'd watch it. I, I, I you'd can be still like, dislike the movie. Yes, you can. But by your logic, <laughs> by this logic, yeah. you would have to include all the X Men movies within your Marvel ranking. No, yes, because you that's... would. Yes, you would. Well, <laughs> yes, you would. Shit, I'm here I got for this. him. I'm here for this hang podcast. On, I fucking got him. Hey, where's X Men the animated series go in your Marvel ranking? If asshole? your ranking is just, we got him. Marvel. Hey, Adam, give me a high five. <laughs> make sure, <laughs> make sure it's on mic. Get it right on mic. Fucking got him. If the if the I feel like Bill Clinton took too much time. If the deponent, (laughs) if the ranking is just Marvel generic, then I fuck it. I guess yeah. But if the ranking is like Marvel Cinematic Universe, which technically does include TV shows under that branch, you know, or comic books or whatever, like, but it's in that unit. It's in like that franchise. That should be a thing. Here's where you get me. If you say Planet of the Apes and you want to include all the movies, I could I could argue. Yeah, I could argue. I'm like, yeah, but those are all separate universes. You see what I'm saying? That's almost, but like separate universes. Yeah. How much alternate dimension bullshit are we gonna allow into the Planet of the Apes lore? There is three universes, basically. Three universes. It's like Halloween. Or three timelines, I should say. Three universes. Yeah, it's like Halloween. Yeah, it's like the Charlton Heston one that went into. Okay, so they just rebooted Charlie's Angels. Is this the new Charlie's Angels universe? It's a sequel. Really? I've heard it's a to sequel. The, to the um, oh, Drew really? Barrymore it's like, one? It's okay. like in the same universe, but you know they're obviously sure. not the... It's like not, Men in Black yeah. International. Yeah. It's, there's differences in there, but uh, like I'm, I'm, what I'm saying is... What? I like to rank specific... <laughs> I'm being combative. <laughs> specific like franchises or timelines or things or whatever, right? That's what I like to do. Yes, I go a little crazy because I'll be ranking the Toy Story movies and then I'll include fucking Buzz Lightyear of Star Command. Like that's not... But I feel count. like Toy Story is like all... One it's universe, all yeah, right? it's all one thing. I guess it really, for real, a good but, example would be. It's a great it? example. Would be that's uh, not that cartoon series yeah. is like what the toys based on. Yeah, correct. 
But at the beginning of each episode of that cartoon series, as you know, Buzz Lightyear and the gang are CG animated by Pixar. They set up to watch the TV show. So right, you know what I mean? Yeah, you do know that. Mm-hmm. You, wa- you used to watch the show. You used to watch the show. I don't remember that detail from the yeah. show I watched when I was 11. What year yeah. did it come out? 19 or 2001. Yeah, 11. 11. Wow. Fucking anyway, question. we have veered off. Wait, we haven't even started where we're supposed to. We have to. Paul veered off Hovind. Paul veered off Hovind? This thing. Where, would, where, where, where did we start? What, what the hell were we talking about? Uh, we were talking about the state of film. Oh, God. <laughs> this is great. Uh, let's Scorsese I, I, this. Let's Scorsese this. I'm so glad that we're doing this tonight. This is, is going to be a this blast. cinema? <laughs> <laughs> or is it bullshit? <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to the 500 Greatest Films Podcast. My name is Hector Navarro. Sitting across from me is the Lewis to my Murphy, Mr. Keller Knobloch. Say hi, Keller. Hi. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was me being Lewis. And our guest tonight, I'm so excited to have him back. He's one of my best buds, Murphy. It's and, you, yeah, huh? <laughs> oh, oh no. Uh, but uh, you know this guest from all around the internet. You've seen him on places like Screen Junkies and Collider. Uh, but he is notably the um, who was uh, he in the RoboCop universe? He, to in, us in the RoboCop universe, he is the man. If you say Clarence Boddicker, I'm leaving. If no, you say Clarence he's Boddicker. that he's that guy at the end with the glasses that cheered yeah. on RoboCop when <laughs> he get, that, that <laughs> great that cool up. dorky oh, yeah. black guy that was like <laughs> yeah with the, the thumbs, thumbs up. up yeah that's mm-hmm. who that's who murder yeah that's you but our guest is is one of the three amigos from Hyper Heroes over on Hyper RPG. He's a returning guest. This is a part of the Two Timers Club now. Back again, second year in a row. Last he's, year he he's was coming with to, us. He's coming over here to join the two amigos. Yeah, the two. <laughs> <laughs> it's a separate thing. A separate two, thing. Only two Not amigos over here. Separate so. universe. Separate. Yes. Yeah. Separate, separate timeline. Universe, uh, separate universe. Definitely ranked now, above it's the in, three amigos. It's in the amigos <laughs> okay. multimedia franchise. How are we ranking this? But okay. <laughs> three amigos Steve on top. Steve Martin, three amigos. <laughs> Steve Martin, three amigos is number one. Number two, three amigos is the, the three Disney. caballeros. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> number three would be. Augustine, our guest, and myself. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> what? Because we're only two honest? of the three amigos. Is that how we're doing it? <laughs> numerically? And then we go numerically backwards? Augustine's listening that? to this going, yeah, that's right, Keller. That's that how work? it is. That's we right. count that's right. down? That's right. <laughs> we count down. That's right. Adam Lavick is our guest tonight, everybody. Hello. Adam, thank you for coming back. You're here for Halloween last year. Yes. Hey, Adam. I'm sorry. I'm upset. I you love made, you, Keller. You made a great pick. Uh, a- a- Keller, shut up. Adam loves you more than anybody else I've ever met. Shut up. You know that's, that's true. true. Yeah, but, you know. I'm still trying to get him to come back to San Diego with me, but I don't think he'll do it. <laughs> I'll die. I'll die. Drink too much. What if I die? Hey, yeah. man, I drink about a lot less, so you'll yeah. be fine. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right. okay. Uh, Adam, you were here for Halloween last yes. year. You, I think so far, correct me if I'm wrong, Keller, I can't, off of the top of my memory here, remember, uh, but I think Adam so far is the only guest to have picked the movie that we watched. Oh, okay. To attach it as your pick. Is accurate? Yeah. Because also you have the spreadsheet in front I, of you. I can't just pull it up. <laughs> I can't help it's you. Just come on, Kevin Feige. You just have to read everything. Yeah, um, come on, but, Feige. Where are we going? But uh, Halloween is just that good. Yeah. I think it. it, I think it uh, we've had a couple of picks like, well, Perry watched Dawn of the Dead, but then she picked Scream. Which is mm. which something we did earlier, and it doesn't count. Doesn't it's not, count. Doesn't count. It's not it's the movie we different. watched that night. Right. We completely that different. Um, Picking a movie that's so, yeah, on the list doesn't as far, count. As far as I can tell, Adam is the only one that did that, and that is absolutely allowed. And now you're back again, mm-hmm. second year in a row. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when you picked this movie? I sent you the list pretty early, I imagine, and you were like, "Let's do RoboCop," and I was like, "It's in November." You were like, "Fine." Yeah, I think I picked this. It was either right after we recorded Halloween, yeah. or it was sometime in the beginning of the year. But yeah. I, I honestly, <clears throat> I kind of forgot. Me too. And then you remind me, you're like, oh, hey, can you come over and do RoboCop? And I was like, because you just, oh, yeah. bro, you just tweeted. You're like, I got this brand new RoboCop Blu-ray. Yeah. I'm like, Adam, this is crazy. You're next Don't on the list. Watch Perfect. it. Yeah. yeah. Save it. Wait. Don't. I unwrapped it today. Wow. Yeah. That's special. So Honestly, I definitely waited. We're honored. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I don't want to speak on behalf of Hector. I personally am I'm honored. honored. I'm honored. honored. Okay. No, I was, super, I was super glad to bring this. It's uh, I, I got mm-hmm. Arrow Video sent this to me. It's their brand new steelbook. 
It has the uh, 2014 4K restoration, but it has a ton of special features. Yeah. So I thought, all right. Director's uh, cut, theatrical cut, TV cut. Yeah, a bunch of like deleted scenes, uh, a bunch of really great documentaries about the toilet cut. The toilet cut. There's a cut where every scene is shot. (laughs) The OCP cut that's very (laughs) under a toilet. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's actually a ton to talk about for this movie. I cannot wait to jump into like Adam's backstory with this movie. I cannot wait to hear what Keller thinks because, Keller, you've never seen this movie. Nope. So we have the two traditions. Keller, the first one is that you're going to tell us what movie we're talking about tonight with the stuffy British guy voice. Thank you, Empire Magazine. Go for it. What are we talking about? Empire Magazine. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank Sponsor you this. For, for this voice. All right. 404. <laughs> Robocop. <laughs> 1987. Director Paul Verhoeven. Part man. Part machine, all brilliance. <laughs> Verhoeven's Hollywood debut balances futuristic cop action with a skewed sense of subversive satire. Gut-wrenchingly violent. We'll buy this for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Empire Magazine. Pretty spot on. It's yeah. pretty crazy. I, yeah. I'm a little surprised at how much they like this movie. Yes, <laughs> this is a very... Um, well, yeah, it's just a very, like considering what is actually you know what no i am not surprised here's why i'm not surprised tell me because the number one movie of all time is the godfather true which is which is a masterpiece the number two movie of all time on the list is raiders of the lost ark number three is empire Strikes i'm just Back. talking about you know they're saying? normally snarky about for sure about very american like but i think that outside of movies like top gun or dirty dancing which we just was which we just watched for the first time recently and dirty dancing's great I think that this is a very American movie, but it falls into that category of like super popular 80s action franchise that a whole generation of film lovers grew up on. So they have the love for it. Mm -hmm. Like all of the movie nerds. How happy my mom was that we love Dirty Dancing. Did you tell her? What'd you say? Did you tell her? I told her it's a perfect movie. Wow. And she's like, I'm so happy. <laughs> Second so, question was, why did it take so long? Yeah, yeah. for real. And it's like, because you also won't stop watching a chorus line. <laughs> for sure. But to all the moms out there, once again, Dirty Dancing Dirty Dancing's great. And if you haven't mm-hmm. seen it, tell the moms out there, maybe check out Robocop. You might like it. <laughs> I know for a fact my mom loves the movie Hellboy. Never thought she would love the Ron Perlman first Guillermo del Toro movie Hellboy. She yeah. watched it once when it was on cable years ago, and she was like, Miko, I like that Hellboy. So maybe you'll like RoboCop, moms. I might feel the same way about RoboCop as I do Hellboy. Yeah. I think yeah, you just that's a good, right? That's a good perfect yep. comparison. No, it's not, considering we don't feel the same way about <laughs> No, Hellboy. no, no. But I think that I probably like Hellboy more than robocop but i i when you just said that right now i feel like that is a very good comparison and i want to get into it so normally we're going to start with adam let's get into this because there's a ton to talk about with this movie let's unpack it is a it is like a smart dumb movie on surface level it's like a dumb action movie that's just action what else has paul verhoeven done starship Starship troopers Troopers. that's the other thing he said again satirical it's a smart dumb movie people think it's a dumb movie and you go no it's actually really smart it's all very satirical you have to know what they're satirizing. I check to, out you with know. yelling military people. <laughs> all but those movies yell, lose I, me. Yo, I haven't seen Starship Troopers in like 20 years. I need I to rewatch even. it. Same. Yeah. I keep wanting to buy it yeah. on 4K because they do, do mm-hmm. every time there's a restoration, I want to buy it. And that's one that I've kind of like, wait, wait, wait. And I'm like, mm-hmm. why don't I just pull the trigger and just mm-hmm. buy the damn thing and you know, watch it again? You know what I bought the other day? Mm-hmm. Last, action, Last Action Hero. Oh, nice. Because when I was in Qatar, mm-hmm. it was playing on the hotel and the, on like the cable. Isn't it really dumb and great? And I watched like 20 minutes of it and I was like, this is brilliant. Yeah. It's also satirizing. To be. The, the, not to be. The, <laughs> the genre in such a funny yeah. way. But we're going to start with Adam because this is fucking Robocop. You picked this movie. I did. You first watched this when you were six years of age. Pretty young, yeah. That was a mistake. It was the best mistake. <laughs> <laughs> so w- tell us a little bit about your overall mm-hmm. thoughts coming also, into... What was your, is this your first gnarly exposure? Oh. What's your what first you exposure to the gnarly? Yeah, like, like, in this like, movie's in like fucking movie. gnarly. You saw us at six years did old. You yeah. see, did you see anything like, else? The this, Exorcist oh, at five years old. Was this your first almost semi-traumatic um, but not yeah, movie experience? Yeah, probably. But I think the big difference... Well, no. 
So the reason I used to always watch it was because we would go, my family would go to, to a friend's house. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was a little kid, so it's like, how do you keep a little six, seven-year-old yeah. kid occupied? Put on a movie. You put on a movie. Yeah. So family's best friend, he would always like make up a bowl of ice cream. Like, all right, what do you want to watch? And I don't know what it was about RoboCop. Oh, it's called it, fucking it's RoboCop. It's called RoboCop 1. Dude. And I think that like, to me, the imagery of the character, I was like, oh, this must be some sort of like superhero. Yes, it is. he is. Pretty much. I yeah. mean, he's inspired by, uh, I forget what Marvel comic, but there is a Marvel comic that partially inspired RoboCop. Really? Nom, I think. Iron Man. Oh, I can't remember what it was. Um, but in any case, yeah. So like that was my first exposure to RoboCop. Wow. And... I wanted to say that maybe it's because I watched the TV version that I wasn't as freaked out, but that there can't be cartoon. the case. There was also like a Robocop cartoon. There was, yeah, and we I used to kids. watch that too. But I that can't be the case because yeah. if I watched it every time I went over there, it must have been on VHS. Yeah. Um, unless it was a TV recording. But I was mentioning while we were watching the movie when Alex Murphy gets all shot up and he's in the hospital laying on the mm-hmm. bed and he's having like memories while he's laying there with his eyes just open. I remember that terrified me as a kid. Yeah. Because I didn't get it. I didn't yeah. understand what was happening. And I was like, why, why is this? Why is guys have like covered I'm in sure, blood and having dreams? I'm sure that there's a bunch of stuff as a kid that yeah. is terrifying because you don't know what's happening. You don't get it. Yeah. And you're, and kid brain always kind of fills that stuff in. And sometimes kid brain makes it scarier. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when you don't, when you just don't know, like, oh, okay, he's like mm-hmm. slowly dying on the hospital bed. Right. Kid brain is like, you know, what's the memories? What's happening? Yeah. And that was yeah, around yeah. like 1994. 293 so sure. at that point i had already seen terminator 2 as well interesting yeah wow okay so you saw i terminator. was a messed up kid i mean listen i feel like <laughs> honestly different experience yeah, yeah. i was nine from, when i saw halloween myself. so there's we talked one. about this last there's year yeah. but even but again even then i feel like halloween is so scary and suspenseful but yeah. not gory that's very you true know what I'm but that's like more I'd say that's like more psychologically. Yeah, exactly. Like that's true. That'll I, fuck with I, I you. I couldn't more, sleep with the closet maybe. door open because I thought Michael Myers was in there staring uh, back at me. He was. Oh, the RoboCop! You're like, oh, it's the fuck. It's the yeah. cop. It's the yeah. cop. You know. Well, I'm glad you brought up Terminator because I did yeah. not plan to do this, but I legit watched Terminator 2 in 3D today. Okay. To ha- to, yeah, to just have this. Well, I put it on with a commentary. Right. But I wa- rewatched Actually, it. Tell them why. Uh, because I, I'm going through all the special features. Special go. feature Hell on yeah. my discs, yeah. baby. Mm-hmm. I imported it from mm-hmm. Korea. You I got to see all the special features. Yeah. I'm almost done. There's a bunch of good special features on there. Did you get including, that deleted scene? No, but it's this. It has it's this really interesting disc from Korea. But it has like a 30 minute making of Terminator 2: The 3D Experience ride. Oh, Universal. We, Dude, Universal. I that thing Did you, so much. Do you ever do that when you were a kid, Keller? No. You never went to Universal oh, Studios I didn't go to Hollywood. Universal Studios until so good, very recently. Yeah. Yeah, that was I a cool thing. And I didn't ride. go on that ride. Yeah, that ride was actually it had Linda, Linda Hamilton, Schwarzenegger, yep. Eddie Furlong, yep. Robert Patrick. Back. It was awesome. Yeah, Robert Patrick. 3D that was really cheesy. With yeah. The, like, Chelsea Chelsea almost perfect for the ride. watch Terminator because of that ride. <laughs> Why? Because she didn't like the ride? It was scary. It was scary. It scared her as a child. But Terminator 2 is great. But I'm glad you brought up that comparison. Mm-hmm. To compare both of them, I feel like T2 is less traumatizing for kids. It's almost mm-hmm. more kid-friendly, even though they're both yeah. rated R. You uh, know what I mean? What about when the nuclear holocaust Yeah, happens? but again, but I think it's because it has brain. John Connor. Yes. It has like yes. that entry point for younger True. audiences. And the violence, a lot of the violence that's being done is to the T-1000 or the T-800. Yes. So it's like not real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not too this many thing, like people are being shot dude, all you the had, time like Terminator 1. Look, hand let's run it down. Off. Let's run it down. Hand blown off. That was the first dude. Of, That was the first one for me. First time I watched it, it was like, oh, fuck. This is going to get gnarls bark. Oh, really? Not the opening where the guy throws the gun down? It's like, you have 10 seconds to comply. And then at 2 and that, that was nuts, but that was also like, I've seen squibs in, sure, you know what I mean true. and like in char- in characters but seeing Alex Murphy's yes, straight up the protagonist hand disappear yes disappear yeah. into blood into <laughs> red <laughs> but and then again then, everybody <laughs> does have extra long arms so yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's also I think like the way that it happens it's like a very yes. torturous maniacal way of this movie is putting someone very out of shocking it's yeah. shocking and then the way Murphy got killed, is blown it apart. a commentary on the violence of eighties well, action movies, or is it just si- sidebar his for a thing. second? Yeah, that's a great question. I Keller. didn't see sidebar. Any is this having your cake and eating it too? Is it pointing out how overly violent the culture and the eighties and action movies and the police and the military and everything militarized police? How overly violent and desensitized to that stuff we'd gotten, or is it also? using that shit to make an exciting, fun, cheesy action movie. And I think it's a little bit of both, and especially Paul Verhoeven at that point especially was really known 
as the director who liked violence. Like, mm. if you watch... The, what did he do before RoboCop? This was his first uh, movie, right? His first Hollywood is what it says. Yeah, his, his oh, U.S. Okay. debut was RoboCop. I can't remember the movies. Where's he from? Like, Austria or something? He is. I think he's Austrian or German. Where's Werner Herzog from? Him and from? Roland Emmerich are probably buds. I think Werner Herzog mm-hmm. is uh, German. So maybe he's German? He uh, is. Paul Verhoeven. Paul Verhoeven. Oh, he's that's right. He's from he's from the Netherlands. He's from Holland. Yes. He came to the United States to make movies mostly because he had a lot. He ran into a lot of issues with like the film community in in Holland mm. um, because they were too like restrictive or something. Probably, it, it might have had something to do with that. But anti squib, yeah, yeah. anti squib. <laughs> but I'm yeah. going to have lots of people die in this, <laughs> yeah. And they're like, no, it's <laughs> no, too <please>. not nice. <laughs> um, too many, too much blood. <laughs> <laughs> too much blood for me. Too much blood I'll for pass. me. Oh, I've got to get out of here. Not over any scrapes. But yeah, so um, and we lost any other uh, international listeners. Yes, yes. I love it. Yeah, gone. so, so sorry. <laughs> I love it. But yeah, so he's known. He was known at that point to be someone who like really embraced and, and enjoyed making violent movies and using like the practical effects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. So I think it was. It could have been. I think it could have been something along the lines of like, yeah, it, we're playing into the eighties, sort mm-hmm. of like you know macho violence, but mm-hmm. also it's just the director really embracing that. Here's what I want to know, Adam. You've mm-hmm. seen this movie a bunch. Yeah. Right. You you love it. I do. You do love it. Um, was there anything new that you observed watching it tonight? Because when was the last time you've seen it? Last time I watched it in its entirety, yeah. from start to finish, oof, like that's a, a good couple question. years? Probably close to a decade. Close to, damn. Yeah. Okay, okay. Because so I, like, yeah. I like rewatching a lot of scenes. Like, I love the warehouse right. shootout sequence, like that, yeah. with the music and the action. Like, that's all mm-hmm. great. The music was done by the person that did Conan the Barbarian. Basil Polidor. Which I thought was pretty interesting. Yeah. So the music during the credit sounded like yeah. new Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> he also like did the theme, Wars? theme song. Like oh, no, it's not Star the same Wars. composer. I thought it was Beverly Hills Cop, but it's a different mm. composer. Um, but I uh, I don't know if there's anything new necessarily. Well, because last time you watched it, you were 10 years younger. Yeah. Possibly. I think... You didn't know he's a robot, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Adam's a <laughs> robo. That's right. Adam. <laughs> um, dead or alive, you're coming with me. I think maybe some of the stuff that hits more, and I think it's also because of just how it's more relevant, mm-hmm. is a lot of the satire, the political satire totally. that's in this movie. That's what I was going to say. The yeah. thing that I... Because I first saw this years ago, I think before the new one came out, mm. I was planning to watch... 2014. Yeah. Five years ago, I was planning yeah. to watch all of them and I'd only gotten to the first one and That's then I still need. never even got to the reboot and I do want to ask you about it yeah. but first time I watched it uh, I think I I really enjoyed it and I still really enjoy it today I think it's a great movie but the thing that stood out to me the most tonight is that it opens with first of all Lisa Gibbons who's like a real entertainment yeah. journalist or journalist reporter and this other guy and the stuff that they're reporting on I'm like what the fuck it's yeah. the most bleak messed up exaggerated news bullet points that you're supposed to laugh at because they're yeah. so outrageous and I'm like but that's what news is yeah. today like we hear stuff like that today and it's it's not as brushed under the rug as it was in the movie RoboCop where mm-hmm. they're just like we'll be right back but it kind of is yeah. and we know how fast the news cycle works today so it's fascinating to see that 1987 projection of like here's what in the future news reporters are going to say and do mm-hmm. and you're just going to it's going to go right over your head and then we're going to cut to a commercial with a family playing a nuclear war yeah. like battleship, battleship game yeah. which I thought was hilarious nuke yeah. them before they get you or whatever <laughs> and so what did you say about those sets about the what? You oh, said they added uh, those ads. Yeah, for... yeah, for like from from what I was reading. So the movie, it had a really hard time getting an R rating. It was like rated X for a while. Oh no, because it was shit. so violent and it was just <laughs> it was like crazy. So that's why I'm excited to check out this new release to see all the extra additional material. Um, but it took a lot the of rated, cutting. The rated X version just pans down after that guy pissing. It's just his yeah, penis. Just it's dong. just his dick. It's just like dong, just like. <laughs> um, so I hope so that sound effects in it. Yeah. <laughs> so they had to do yeah. a lot of work to get it down to an R rating. Wow. Uh, so he came up with this idea of like putting these commercials into sort of like fill in gaps and just mm-hmm. fill in time. Um, and they have a lighter tone. Yeah. You they know, sort of like, like break the tension or yeah. break sort of like the 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 crazy nutty sort of like uh, action and blood and gore. But uh, yeah, that's definitely the one thing that I was like, even when we, the movie started, I'm like, man. This is kind of crazy that satire has become so relevant. Yes. Like absolutely. we've gotten to that point in our society where you watch that movie and you're like, dude, how did we let this happen? I know, man. It's but kind that's, of sad, but, but that's interesting. The, the, I think that's the mark of a good film. Yeah. It's something that is art that, again, even though it's very over the top and cheesy. And, yeah. and, and I consider, if we're comparing this to Terminator, 
I consider Terminator a sci-fi movie before I consider it action. Yeah. Like of its sort of two genres. I'm mm-hmm. like, I think it's one of the greatest action movies ever made, but to me it's sci-fi. And I think of RoboCop as more action than sci-fi. The mm-hmm. science fiction is very, I think, like situational just to get us to certain like, like just just it's to get us you is a robot. Yeah, just yeah. to get us there. But it's not the movie doesn't go into but it like it does take a while you know, to get there. It does. Mm-hmm. But like the way that Terminator franchise explains Skynet and Cyberdyne and all these different mm-hmm. things, this movie does not do that. This There's no like, world building. Correct. At it's all. it's yeah. and if it there puts is you it's, in... it's Yes, it's all about Murphy. So this is like a, it's a, it really focuses on him as a character. And this movie, if it does have world building, it's so simple. It's like, it's like here's a Delta company. City. There's old Detroit. Mm-hmm. They've taken over uh, the police. They're a private company. OCD. They have stockholders. They say That's all it. that in like the boop, first boop, boop, boop. two. Yeah. yeah. So to me, this is action movie city where it's just the action sequences, the guns, the you know the explosions. It's so 80s and so great. Um, but even though it looks all like that on the surface, the fact that we can pull out some really interesting themes and messages mm-hmm. means it's a good movie. Yeah, and Paul Verhoeven, he actually passed on the project when they offered it to him initially. I love that. Because they were looking for a director. So the two guys who wrote it, Ed Newmeyer and Michael Miner, they were both writing kind of almost a similar thing. Mm. One was writing RoboCop, the other one was writing Supercop. The concepts and ideas were... Uh, Supercop Jackie Chan? Yeah. (laughs) But RoboCop, it was actually supposed to be like full robot cop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Supercop was supposed to be more of like a cop who had enhanced abilities. Yeah, interesting. And so they decided to take the two ideas and merge them together. So wait, these two writers were working independently of one? Like they didn't know? Uh, Ed Neumeyer was working on RoboCop on the idea. Yeah. And uh, Michael Miner was... Basically had an interest in it and was like, "Well, what what are you what are you trying to write? Wait, what are you doing to your cop? Yeah, yeah what are you doing? What are you doing? You making him robo? What'd you I'm get for him num- super? What'd you get for number four? I don't want to <laughs> cop do. I don't want to copy. What, yeah, what's your cop do? What's your cop? A robot? Oh, okay, mine's super. Mine's super. <laughs> but yeah, so I guess they, they yeah, so they ended up uh, kind of trading ideas and then figured, well, let's join forces and put it together, uh, put our stories together and take yeah. the best elements out of each for sure. Uh, so they were trying to find some American director to do it and no one really wanted to touch it with a 10 foot pole because they're like this sounds like a stupid 80s yeah. like ripoff it's like you know, the sci-fi Toxic ripoff. Avenger the name yeah. Robocop is exactly. so you know Dumb. it's so and, and so for marketing and yeah. the movie kind of leans into that exactly and so Verhoeven didn't want to do it and then his wife picked it up and she read it and she was like but hold on mm. there's a lot more layers and humanity mm. in this that you're not Paying attention. This to. cop's a robot. Yeah, he's a he was honey, a human. Honey, did you know this cop is a robot? This cop is a robot. He has like family and wife and son. What am I to you? Do I mean nothing? Uh, so yeah, then he ended up uh, doing the movie, and I think wow. because of his, I think he was able to elevate the material in some way, and I think just being very creative with it. Yeah, and uh, I, I think that itself, and I think honestly, I think him not being American or from the United States sure. maybe also is kind of like his it's his perspective on America yeah. at that what time maybe at least like in I, Holland I yeah right? <laughs> I, I could totally get that I was trying yeah. to sort of gauge what the movie how the movie sort of felt about the police and yeah. what it was saying about like a, a, a police force or a militarized police force or yeah. you know I mean today we look at um We'll watch movies that have CEOs that don't care about if somebody just got killed, right. and and now today we I think experience that, that in yeah that today we I think that we'll relate it more to like a tech CEO yeah this was the eighties <clears throat> where like the businessman became the scariest thing mm-hmm. on the planet the the businessman motif changed like Lex Luthor in comic books like Lex mm-hmm. Luthor was a mad scientist and then in the eighties they're like well how do we make him an actual credible make him a businessman make him an untouchable mm-hmm. businessman so superman literally can't do shit and mm-hmm. so that whole idea was very pervasive i think in pop which culture. is very interesting considering yep. we were talking about with batman yes just the other day okay well let's bring it around to okay. watchmen we gotta the, Sorry, the tv I show watchmen it. are you caught up I, I have not watched episodes five and six Okay, Ooh. never mind. There's some good ones. Well, <sighs> I know. Sorry. Yeah, actually, we probably can't talk about it. But but damn, just, that show's but good. Just like Robocop, Damon Lindelof passed on Watchmen at first. Mm-hmm. I love to hear that story of the creative. You know, look, J.J. Abrams passed on Star because Wars because he wanted yeah. to do it. Yeah, like Damon yeah. Lindelof. Was but he like, was like, fuck, 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 fuck. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> but that's really enticing. Did you see that? Did you see that Watchmen test footage that came out today? No, I haven't. David Hader, David yeah. Hader's Watchmen, and it's uh, what did David Hader do again? Uh, he did some. I think he did the Harry Potter movies. Oh, no, that could that's, be wrong. that's David Yates. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, what did David? Good question. David, hate? I'm gonna look this no, up right now. But he, but up. so it's the scene. It's the scene with Rorschach and uh, Night Owl when he's eating the beans. Yeah, and it's uh, Ray Stevenson as Rorschach oh. and Ian Glenn as Dan Dryden, Interesting. who plays Batman now on Titans. Oh my gosh! Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. He's and that's funny because David Hayter is Canadian American. He's mm-hmm. a screenwriter. He did. He also did the English voice for Solid Snake. In the Metal Gear video games, it's so crazy. And his, uh, he was a screenwriter oh, in X Men, X Two, Watchmen, he's been and at our house. Black Widow. Yeah, he came over and he he did. I think it was like Heroclix or he shot something at our oh, house. Oh, right on. That's why writing the new Black Widow. Yeah, the Black Widow movie for Marvel. So, all right, best of luck. I hope that turns out real yeah. good. I hope that turns <laughs> out real good. But um, uh, to 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 just kind of loop it all in, I like that perspective. I like and for what you've seen so far with the Watchmen show. Damon Lindelof and his team of writers, the perspective mm-hmm. they're bringing. Verhoeven is bringing this outsider perspective yeah. to the movie. And I feel like there is commentary there about what Americans think of police, what he thinks of the police, yeah. how it's kind of good and bad. It, it paints the police as these characters that are like, you know, the cr- the criminals out there are running amok. And it doesn't try to paint the people of Detroit that are criminals as right. like, here's why they're criminals. You know, we're going to humanize them. And here's why they're down like, on their luck. The police are great until corporations Correct. get involved. Yeah. Correct. Which is like, okay, um, interesting. And the movie is kind of anti, it is straight up anti-union. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. I think is also very interesting because that halfway through the movie you're like well wait is the movie agreeing with the cops because the cops are busting into the, the precinct and they're going like five of us were killed last week yeah. we're we gonna to strike. strike we're gonna strike this yeah. is insane and it's then like, cops the movie strike yep, movie stops and goes to the chief and he says that and then a, 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 a man on the street is like they're public servants they shouldn't strike you know so it's a pretty interesting point of view and perspective but I don't know if this I movie that was going to be like something they were going to address mm-hmm. after the captain said that, but they but didn't really. No. Mm-hmm. It kind of didn't. At, at at the end, it just made it so that the whole striking storyline was just so that RoboCop and Lewis were kind of on their own and no backup. Mm-hmm. That's really what it ultimately like led yeah. to. Was that it? Like that's that's it. And I so my strikes were bad. I'm trying to. I I read this and I don't know how how true this is, mm. but apparently all the cops are named after serial killers. Interesting. Because remember, there's one, when he first shows up, he's like, "Oh, I'm from Metro South or whatever," and he meets that yeah. cop, and the cop's like Manson. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, okay. So yeah, but I, I would have right. to research it, so I'm not 100 percent sure. But if that's the case, then like, what is he what is saying that? about what are he, what is he or the writers saying yeah. about you know police police and maybe they have. Yeah. Too much unchecked corporate greed. And sure, yeah, yeah, like sure. All these things. Like, yeah. I mean, we we root for Murphy because he's such a tragic right, character, right? But he is still somebody who, the movie at the end, by the end doesn't really paint him as someone who's like trying to change the system. He's just really trying to make it on his own, and yeah. he's going up against these, doing his best to enforce the law in some way. Yeah, and really survive. And yeah. he's just doing his best against this insane, far crazy group of like terrorist bad guys yeah. that are just you know running that them up. have a stop motion robot <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> keller you've never seen robocop overall thoughts uh be honest i don't ne- ever need to see this movie again <laughs> <laughs> fair that's fair ever. but but i enjoyed aspects mm-hmm. uh it is like i starship troopers like some satire it's like mm-hmm. It's still too dumb. It's sure. still I don't want. I I'm not having a good time doing sure. it. RoboCop. It's a little too over the top for me. I might be too far removed from when it came out. Yes, potentially. Were you born yeah. in '87? I was born in '90. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I I think that a lot of that is true. Here's what I want to say. Sidebar. Let's talk about this real quick. Design. Because I think the RoboCop design is the fucking, fucking genius. Awesome. Oh, it's, it's awesome. Gorgeous. It's genius. It Here's the deal. It does a great job of making you not think there's a human in yes. it. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, I want to say this. The performance of Peter Weller mm-hmm. combined with the suit itself, combined with the sound design of all the little like <laughs> whirs and <laughs> rivets, you, it, yeah. like, it's all working in concert. They're nailing it. It's such a great design, performance, character. I feel like it kind of needs to stay in the 80s. You can't just bring oh, this. definitely. Do you know what I'm saying? You can't just bring this today. And when they tried to bring it but in 2014. Also, if they tried to like. Update it. If they could do it in like a smart way. Here's a deal. Here's a deal. Robocop had to walk so Iron Man could run. I feel like we've moved past this level of. 
Unless you're trying design. to say something about law enforcement. <laughs> Possibly. But and like make a movie. When but they, it's been when, you can't now. When they did the new one, the twenty fourteen reboot, they I'm had not him guessing they were trying to go for for saying what? something about law enforcement. I don't know. I, I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it. Adam's seen it. Tell us a little bit about that movie. Mm. You said it's bad. It like uh, it it because it doesn't do a satire. It's just he, like a generic he, action movie. Well, and I think part of it is not that it I'm trying to remember right now if it takes place in some sort of a distant future. Mm. I don't really re- remember. I'd have to go back and rewatch it. I don't really remember right now. Um, but that, that doesn't but bode th- well for it being a good movie. Yeah, you can't remember, can't like, remember major no. details from but the I, movie. But I, I would think that I would... My thoughts on the movie are that I think what makes the 87 version work is that because it's in an undefined future mm-hmm. and the world is kind of the way it is and they don't necessarily spend too much time world building mm-hmm. in a traditional sense, they kind of just give you hints and pieces of like... They never really tell you about old Detroit... You kind of just They're definitely that, relying way too much on the groundwork that the old movie laid already. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, and it's kind of just going yeah. in there and saying like, "Hey, you've we're seen Robocop." Yeah, it's like you know, you know, you know what this is about. We're gonna yeah. kill the hero, and then he's gonna come back as a machine. Yeah, and you're like, "Well, that's not really what made the movie the I movie." Know. And even with the de- at the design level, movie, when, I'm very curious to yeah. see how quickly he becomes Robocop in the new, in one. The new one because Me too. I bet it's like ten minutes. Because this, or took, uh, this yeah. took its time. Yeah, I don't remember exactly how long, but it's also it also happens differently. Yeah, which. There's actually a funny bit. So in this movie, they talk about like, oh no, lose the arm. We're going full prosthetic, yeah, like, yeah. you know. And but in that version, the new version, he keeps one of his arms. Interesting. Yeah, that's cool. And yeah, the design, they human... also do update the design, which but here's the deal. I don't like. But I know he ends here's up with the classic deal. design at the end. He has a black suit. Yeah, he has a silver. But either one of those with the mask, with the sort of like it's Cyclops iconic. visor, it's iconic. And to mm-hmm. me, again, it's very eighties. Even like the chest. You know, the little like giant chest plate, the chest plate with like the little rivets or whatever these are, these little like that thing is so iconic and so 80s that clunky to me. The 2014 when did Dread come out? The new Dread or Judge Dread? The original Dread 95 OG Dread. Yeah. Okay. So before this. No, No, this came out in 87. Yeah, this is before. The Judge Dredd movie with Sylvester Stallone was in the 90s. Judge Dredd, the character, I want to say the 80s in the comic books, but I don't remember. But I'm saying. Before Robocop Movie wise Or Judge Dredd Well now I'm gonna look it up The possibly, character existed possibly. before The Are you saying mask that the, thing Interesting Oh that's what you're asking Keller's asking yeah. the, the comic the book version Comic book Judge that Dredd I, I wanna say Yeah it's probably 70s or 80s Let me check Cause he's it like a cop isn't he March 1977 yeah. Was the first appearance and So he, 10 years I think before he pretty this much, And he lived in Judge Megacity Judge Dredd's basically a Megacity uh, Robot mm-hmm. a, a, a sort of Yeah could it be a, Definitely an inspiration Or precursor to like the design motif and everything. But what I wanted to say was 2014 Robocop did try to update the design. No matter how sleek and cool it looks, it's still going to be this sort of like covering half of the face. You see the guy's half of the face. Mm -hmm. I'm saying even that idea we've moved past. We're living in a post-Iron Man world. Like Mm -hmm. I don't think audiences are going to respond to that design no matter how good it is. Do you know what I'm saying? Or just any cop that moves that robotic yeah, anymore. Like and, we're past uh, you know, even that in real concept, robots anymore. The, the concept almost. Everything almost. is like too... When I think that's part of the problem, for me personally at least, like I feel like <clears throat> anything that deals with technology or some sort of advanced technology yep. nowadays, they try really hard to make it sleek. Yeah. And like like yeah. a Lamborghini. I'm like, no, nah, I don't believe yeah. everything would be like that though. That's like a you're going to have clunky Terminators and clunky yeah. robots. And you know I what's think that's interesting? Okay. You know what's interesting is that another character from the 80s Which in the comic what's books. smart about the Terminator movies. Yeah. That they, that they went that they start out They start out with fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. and then make it more sleek as it. Mm. Yeah. And he's always, and he remains very solid in the yeah. sort of central character and design. But uh, in the comic books and later we see in cartoons and movies is from the Teen Titans, Cyborg. Yeah. As soon as he shows up in the comics and he's supposed to be cutting edge, he's already outdated. And every time they've tried to update him, it's a, it's a balance of like, we want to make him still look like he looks, but he needs to be cutting edge tech or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now, in the Justice League movie, they made him all blocky. Right. As opposed to sleek. And I was like, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, so sometimes it works for me and sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. It's just such a strong... Yeah, just make him made out of nanobots or whatever. And that's fuck. that can be such a cheap... You have to earn it. Iron Man took 10 years to get to that the nano... The dude's a robot. 
man cyborg cyborg no but they didn't earn it when they yeah. invent when he was a character that became a thing eventually yeah. <laughs> like oh it's, wait okay i cyborg is here now yeah. yeah it's cyborg we needed to see the little mechanisms with robocop we see we can like visualize how it works he's got the gun in the thigh well we also he's got like, you yeah, know we see like the progress of the building of robocop true True. You know, so and you get to sort of understand, like you and see his leg out, open it was up. Traumatizing. Yeah, you <laughs> see his leg open up, and you see mm-hmm. where his like gun is holstered, mm-hmm. and he, he takes the helmet the, off, he has to unscrew stuff. Like that weird USB drive yeah. jack that he pulls out. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. we, like middle we, finger USB drive. We understand how his tech works. Yeah, and for the his, most part. Yeah. And we understand that he's underneath the sort of visor because mm-hmm. later we see his eye under there, and then he takes his helmet off, and yeah. that's such a great makeup and look too, yeah, and everything. So, terrifying. so just to finish that sidebar, I love the design of RoboCop. The design, the name. Everything is just so striking. I feel like that's the best thing about the movie. Maybe second to Peter Weller's actual performance and some of the emotion and some of the stuff that he brings through, which I was like very impressed with when I saw it. Keller, wrap up final thoughts. I agree with both of those points. Those are the two strongest points. Yeah. His performance and I guess the iconography and the design and Mm -hmm. the longevity that it's had. In that it is like, would you watch Robocop probably two or three? top five action figures all time? Yeah, no, definitely not. Okay, <laughs> uh, yeah, when I compare it to the Terminator it's very franchise, bad at women, yeah, it's not great. Like, Lewis Annie is an interesting Ye- character, yeah, she is, but also she's fairly incompetent until she, I like, know. like, he like gets Murphy. shot three times and then blows up a guy, yeah, but she lives at the end, is, is what I had to ask Adam. I'm like, she lives, right? And you were like, yeah, 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 yeah. um, but yeah, that's those, those are all things that if this story but were ever to be movie, but also correct, it's like, so it's like it's it's tricky because you talk about a strong female character in movies today. And a lot of times people point to cliches where they're like, well, they're just going to make the woman character do some very physical manly thing. And then and then they're not going to spend any more time sort of developing that character. That's kind of what happens to Lewis. But at the same time, she is kind of a, an equal to Murphy. She mm-hmm. helps partners, him yeah. partners like she recognizes him. So it's it was an interesting balance of like some of that stuff wasn't great, but some of that stuff was, I'm sure, again, for 1987. But and then for it's the got genre. the two women. It's like, do the cocaine oh, off yeah. of me. Bitches leave. Wait, save some for me. Bitches leave. And they were yeah. like, uh, are you going to call us? Yeah. Here's yeah. a question for you. So they're making a new RoboCop movie. What? They are. It's not. It's it's not a sequel to the 2014 movie. It's actually Good. a sequel to the first one. Why? I was afraid they were going to do that. Yeah, uh, they've been trying to make this movie for a while. Um, <sighs> okay. Uh, Neil Blomkamp was going to make it, and now they have a new director working on it. Who's Neil Blomkamp? He did, did District he did? Nine. Okay, yeah. Um, but he but, also yeah. did Elysium and right. Chappie. Yeah. So it's supposed <laughs> to take place, you know, 30, 40 years after the first movie. I think Peter Weller is supposed to come back, hopefully, to play RoboCop, but I'm not 100 percent sure. But would you go see that? They dust him off. Yeah. I mean, would you it be depends. That? It very it, much depends yeah. on yeah. a lot of things. Yeah. Because like I didn't go. I haven't seen the new Terminator yet, and I'd much rather see that than it's good. Robo. You, you guys sure. haven't seen either of those. I'm going tonight. Yeah. I will say Terminator Dark Fate is great and worth watching, but does, is not as good as the second one, and possibly not as good but as. But you the know, first what makes one. me okay with that. Tim mm. Miller says it's not as good as the second one either. Yeah, I know. Or the first one because he's like they, that's yep. kind of an impossible feat because those sure, movies are sure. just incredible. But here's the deal: for he's every too close to it too. For every rock. Balboa slash Creed mm-hmm. or Terminator Dark Fate we get we also get a John Rambo yeah for sure which is not great so that's a tricky thing is I'm with Keller it depends on what the pitch is what the trailer is if mm-hmm. it's just about dusting him off for like one you know whatever the story potential is if it seems like there's a good story there and there's an emotional something for this Murphy character still played by Peter Weller to mm-hmm. be to be Robocop or to be in the movie or if the focus is on a new I want the you know, police to be like complete fucking garbage yeah. <laughs> and they have to like dust off I mean, RoboCop. I think at this point you yeah. have to like how do, yeah. you make, how do you make RoboCop Returns how do you make yeah. Peter Weller and it's police. like at yeah. the end of the movie I still want to like I, 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 at the end of that movie if I'm like oh I want a third movie Peter Weller then I yeah. feel like the movie's kind of failed. Yeah. Like I, yeah. we need to retire that RoboCop I agree. and, and I bring agree. in a new character that can sort of carry that legacy but in essence. Neil Blomkamp not an American Mm. Correct. He's not all the police cars are like not super futuristic like Ford Taurus. I don't know if he's actually involved in it at all, but I think but the original writers to. are. So okay, so there there could just be a lot to say there, and I, I hope think that if they it, would. That's what yeah. I'm saying. If yeah. they were to, because yeah. they have John, to. That, I went to go see John Rambo with my dad. It's a dad movie, and it seemed like they were trying to say some stuff about mm-hmm. like immigration and being a Mexican, and you know what yeah. I mean, and that struggle of what's happening right now in the world. 
But uh, then I just saw Terminator a few weeks later, and I was like, oh, this does it better. <laughs> it does. You see Parasite? Actually, I haven't yet. Oof. Blows the other two out of the water. Really? But I, you haven't seen Terminator well, yet. That's but, also, yeah, that's oh, fine. That's oh, completely oh, okay. different. Like, for sure, for sure. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Like a, che- a cheesy action movie mm-hmm. that might have something to say about current events. For sure. Could be, if RoboCop were to be made today, it could not avoid talking about the depiction of police and, oh, it and what we think of them today and what they're doing and how, I mean, this movie has a bunch of like, how do you know? What's the proof? And then he just plugs it in his arm and then he has basically a body cam. He's mm-hmm. recording everything. And in this movie, it helps in the fantasy of it helps this officer uphold the law. Exactly. Do you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. what if the RoboCop movie today was like, nope, every cop now has a RoboCop style mm-hmm. camera doesn't matter or like or footage about, is doctored what or whatever whatever movies and shows going to be like in a post watchman yeah just like mm. the depiction of police in that why don't why <sighs> don't people have to get an okay to unlock their gun mm-hmm. i mean that's such a that, that was, was nuts man when i started watching that question. show and that yeah. scene happened yeah because on the one it hand was crazy on the one hand you're like yes good that's how yeah. it should be but then on the other hand that dude, that cop gets killed yeah do you know what i mean so you're like oh my god who am i rooting for in this yeah. what's happening what's going but on But that's also the world that this is yeah that's watching but show. robocop could do that as well you yeah know? Mm-hmm. yeah i would say that uh looking looking on it today my overall thoughts are i really enjoy this movie i think it is a classic i think it's absolutely worth watching I think it's got some stuff to say. And just on a basic six-year-old kid brain level, there's so much cool and don't ridiculous shit. Don't show your six-year-old this Don't movie. do that. No. Guys, don't do that. But guys, like, don't show a but six-year-old. I told Keller, I knew what was coming early in the film, and he, he was just watching it and he was just like, okay with it. What's and I the said, point that got me the most? I said, this thing's coming up, and this is the point where you're going to know if you're <laughs> either into this movie or yeah. not. Well, that's not and it. The What's door, the part that got me like The part that got you the most is when me. that bad guy was mutated by toxic waste. <laughs> yes. And he's like, <laughs> help me. And then, and then he got hit by a car. Ray Wise was like, nope, yeah. I'm out. And turned into, into slush. fluid. Yeah. Fluid. And you went, you literally went, Whoa! <laughs> like, yeah. like, not jokingly, you Guys, were like disgusted. I gagged my way through watching <laughs> The Fly. Yeah, so no, that not was into gross, it. gross. But the beginning of the movie, you, as soon as the door opened to reveal stop motion animation, I'm a sucker for stop motion. At you were yeah. like, oh, is this stop motion? Dope. And I was like, that's a point in the movie where you're either into it or you're not. So yeah. if you uh, if you can if you like that kind there of stuff, there wasn't enough, honestly. Yeah, and then later when he came back, you were like, yay, and then he fell down the stairs, which is great. And I knew he was going to. He's like, he can't do stairs. And then he couldn't do stairs. He's a fucking dumb stairs. robot. And um, then he got no feet. But worth watching, definitely worth studying if you're like, if you're going to write an action movie, if you're going to, you know what I mean? Like, there's some stuff here that's interesting. You got to have a robot that can't do stairs. You, you got to have it. Um, <laughs> some great lines, great performance. I also am like, I don't know if I'll ever need to see it again. Sayonara, Robocop. I am that's curious. That's an insane line. I'm, I'm curious about a new one. Mm-hmm. Would need to see a trailer. Would still maybe watch Robocop 2 and 3. I've never seen it. And the 2014 one. Yeah. <sighs> okay. All right. I know. I, 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 I think it's Michael B. Jordan too. to be in the new Robocop. Michael B. Jordan, that'd be cool. I mean, uh, there used to be a cartoon show, Robocop. Cartoon show, and then also sci-fi used to do prime directives. Oh, yeah, yeah, with yeah. like live action. Was mm-hmm. it Peter was Weller it? still? No, no. Somebody no, no. else? Yeah. Yeah, all that stuff is cool. I don't know if I could admit that I love the Robocop franchise mm-hmm. based off of this one movie, the way that I kind of love... Have you seen any of the others? No, not yet. So maybe. I've seen all three. I've seen the cartoon to some extent, mm-hmm. and I watch prime directives. I this is far and away this the best is, thing. This is this is the only RoboCop that I Got ever it. have to have. Got it. Uh, even if the sequel does come out and it gets made and it's pretty good, mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. But the first one to me is always going to be mm-hmm. sort of the best. Yeah, because I think it does. I think it sort of just does the best job at what's trying to do. Yeah, action movie. You know, just like yeah, it's bloody. It's political it's gory, message. Go- yeah, yeah, satirical and all that sort of stuff. I think dark humor. Yeah, yeah it exactly. Lets you all know what it's gonna be. Yeah, right exactly. up top. And I think you're right. Like maybe I don't. I, I experienced this movie. I've watched this movie for the last 28 years. Mm-hmm. I don't know That's if I'd completely be completely different for me. Yeah, yeah, like if I mm-hmm. if I if I was 30 and watching this, be like, all right, well, sure. it's very 80s. Whatever. I don't need but to see it again. I am a. I'm kind of right in the middle of you guys. Yeah. I saw this for the first time years ago. And as an adult, still appreciated what it was, but it was something that watching it as an adult did not make me love it mm-hmm. so much that, again, we did this a few weeks ago. We watched the original Men in Black, the yeah. first Men in Black, and you and I watched yeah, it we recently, too. It, yeah. We did a commentary. And rewatching that first movie, that movie is so good that to me, to Hector, I went, I love all Men in Black. I love it all. Oops. I want to, now I want to rewatch everything. Now, I wanna, yeah, oops. Oops. Yeah, not the case. You always but, do it to yourself. 
I did like Men in Black International. You do always do that, that to bad. yourself. I do. How's I the it? Mighty Ducks animated show going? <laughs> really bad. Thank yeah. you. Thanks, Disney Plus. Mighty Ducks the animated series, bad. Not great. Not great. Love but you know God, what else? You got Disney Plus, though. You know what else I got on my queue? Goof Troop, which mm. I am going to get to. Is it good? I, I don't know. Like father, like son. Yeah. I don't remember the... Goof Troop. I don't remember I the... Went on, you know. I don't remember. The prequel to a Goofy movie. I didn't have Disney Channel growing up. Uh. Now you do. Now I do. Thank now God. Do, Finally. <laughs> Johnny Tsunami. Hey. Hannah Montana. Whatever the hey. sequel is. <laughs> <laughs> that is crazy that that was her yeah. sequel. Hey. I'm Hannah Montana, y'all. I'm Johnny Tsunami. Should hey. we get married? <laughs> and then they start in High School Musical together. It's yeah, crazy. There you go. The musical, the musical, um, the series. What? Y'all go see Robocop. It's good. It's good. It's good. Oh, you don't know about High School Musical, the series, the musical, the musical? What? The series? The musical, the musical, the musical. <laughs> the third? High School Musical, the musical, the series. The musical, the musical. <laughs> <laughs> One final thing I do want to say, though, about Peter yes. Weller. Yes. Um, the suit, obviously, being the suit, was, was hugely uh, taxing on his body and also very restrictive. Oh, wow. And I remember I was, I, I watched, I watched a lot of interviews with him talk about the suit. Mm hmm. And he talked about how it was like very impossible to figure out how to how to create the walk of mm. RoboCop. Mm. So they brought in this French mime artist, and he worked with Peter Weller for weeks and weeks and weeks. And that's where you get the like turning the head, then turning the body. Like Whoa. that was all designed with a with with a help of a, someone who was like a mime performer. So there's a lot of stuff in that movie that like I love that. I think a lot of people that think like oh he just improvises like no, no. it was like studying character. His, they were his. This is yeah. a very frustrating movie to make. His performance is it. having your eyes covered like that. Yeah, yeah Peter Weller has done some great talks about this movie yeah. of like getting in arguments with the director, with the producers. The movie almost like being canceled and then wow. starting up again. But like I think that's also part of like what really makes me appreciate. What this movie is sure. being. I don't like the movie I love. I don't, sorry, I don't love the movie I like. Star Trek Into Darkness. Peter Weller's great in it. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't seen The Dark Knight Returns, parts one and two, mm-hmm. the animated movie where Peter plays Bruce Wayne from yeah. the Dark Knight Returns comic book world and an old, like a 60 year old Bruce. He's got that great voice. He's fucking phenomenal yeah. as that Batman. Yeah. Listen to that. Peter Weller's a great actor, but watching this. Yeah, I never once thought, oh, the suit is so well designed that like it's doing all the acting for him. Every little motion was some of the best robotronic mm-hmm. acting, and it's all so methodical and so well thought yeah. out that I thought he was... A robot. Yeah, he did such a great job. And I said this while watching it. I don't think he, Peter Weller, could have done the role in Terminator. Yes. And I don't think Arnold could have ever played the role in Robocop. Who they These, wanted. Yeah, who they apparently originally wanted. Yeah. Arnold. And I feel like Peter Weller so perfectly played the role and the role was utilized his strengths and I don't think Arnold could have done it. Yeah. But I also don't think Peter Weller could have done the Terminator right. character, such a unique Kyle character. Kyle Reese, maybe. Terminator? Yeah. No. Yeah. It's yeah. a good, good way Ooh, to put it. I do want to see Arnold work with a mime instructor, though. <laughs> that would be pretty great. What do you mean you can't talk? <laughs> what do you mean I have to pretend there's a wall? I don't get it. I will there's, punch my way through no it. no wall it. there. Son I of a bitch. move my arms without <laughs> moving my head. It's all connected. Stop it. It's impossible. What you're asking me to do, it's crazy. <laughs> my neck muscles go down <laughs> to my fingers. Mime, why do you cry? <laughs> Why do humans cry? <laughs> He's great. If you want to see, I can't turn my neck. <laughs> that's part of the reason I had I had remembered this, but I kind of forgot. Yeah. Rewatching the rerun of Last Action Hero on TV, the scene where they go into the blockbuster video. Oh my god! And the kid points out the movie Terminator Two, yeah. but it stars Sylvester Stallone. Yep. Because Arnold is in that world yep. where there is no Arnold Schwarzenegger oh, yeah, yeah, actor. Yeah. So the kid's like, wait, that's you. You played him. He's like, what are you talking about? That's not me. I'm not an actor. And it's Stallone that did every, like, Arnold Doesn't role. Robert Patrick walk by? Yeah, he's a co- yeah, he's a cop in yeah. the movie. Dude, it's so good. Oh, I want to rewatch that. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. So you got the final word on RoboCop. Anything else we can say about it? I think we pretty much covered um, all the all Yeah, the I mean, yeah, I, I, I think, again, like, I, I like the fact that you watched this, and I like the fact that you were just honest I'm about your opinion. I'm glad I watched it, too. Yeah, because, mm-hmm. like, I... I always am curious about people who discover movies at an older age. Mm-hmm. If I've seen so much stuff from when I was a kid, and even with Halloween, I was like very nervous. Like I don't actually know if it's just me who thinks that it's really, really good, mm-hmm. and everyone else who thinks it's good because they've seen it for decades and decades. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, that movie straight up, yeah. Slaps. But like, I love, <laughs> I love uh, experiencing old yeah. movies with people who've never seen them before. Yeah. Because also, like, you bring your own perspective, mm-hmm. and it's a lot of like just listening, and understanding. Like, oh, okay, I want to understand like. 
why this wouldn't work for somebody. For sure. For yeah. sure. But um, the RoboCop's dope, y'all. All right. Now we're at the point in the podcast <clears throat> where we get to ask Adam to contribute oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. his own pick <laughs> for any movie in the world to add to our list of the 500 greatest movies of all time that we're mm-hmm. compiling by asking all of our guests. Mm-hmm. We can double check if you're worried that any of the movie that you'll pick tonight, somebody else has already picked, but we're almost done with year two, dude. We've been doing this for two years. Crazy. We have we eight have more to go. Three more after yeah. this. Three more movies and that's it for 2019. Yeah. Which is nuts. When, when can I get the list for the other... <laughs> Bro, I'll show you right I now. Guess I, I guess I could have just looked at the magazine right and been like, yeah, let, me, yeah. let me slot myself in for the next eight years, please. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so we've got just a few more. We've got Do the Right Thing next week, mm. Little Miss Sunshine, Batman Returns is our last movie with Danny oh, Fernandez. Nice. This year. That's, yeah. a, perfect, that's a perfect way to Christmas, end yeah. Christmas. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's true. It's, got, it's a Christmas movie. Shit. Damn, I should let y'all borrow the remastered 4K version. It's do you have that? real spicy. Will it look good on our TV? Or do we have to have a 4K TV? No, because the Blu-ray also has the remaster. It's okay. real nice. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Maybe yeah. I maybe I will borrow that. But Adam, <laughs> sure. if you have a pick, let us know. But mm-hmm. if you have a couple even runners up, you can talk about those as well. Oh, yeah, you open up your again, letterbox. It can be the movie you we watched tonight. Sure. It can be something from childhood. It could be something you watched last week. Any movie ever. What do you think deserves to exist? On a list of the 500 greatest movies ever made. So, I actually am really surprised with how incredible of a year it's been with yeah. movies this year. Yes, especially like the like the back half of the Dude, year. It's been un, mm-hmm. un- unbelievable. Make, show him the list. Make sure he's not going to pick a double. So we've got a couple of recent picks. People mm-hmm. have picked Booksmart. People okay. have picked Parasite. You up Parasite. Okay. Someone picked okay. Parasite. Was that your pick? That was definitely one. One of okay. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I will say something very controversial about Parasite right now. Go. Well, it's not actually not about Parasite. It's really good. Yeah. Parasite is the movie Joker tried really hard to be. Ooh. Like honestly. Yeah. Parasite is so damn good. Wow. I cannot recommend it enough. Wow. It's a gorgeous movie. Keller, do you agree or disagree? It's uh, they're very, 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 very different, mm-hmm. but it is like. But I think political, like the the, the hierarchy tone, and the, the political tone, undertones, like class, class Ooh. system. Like Bong Joon Ho has thought of yeah. every single oh, so thing you saw it. in the entire world. Yeah, and like what's his fuck has didn't like <laughs> yeah. you know what society exists. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's a yeah, that's a whole another podcast episode. It is, it is. Um, so you're gonna pick Joker. All right, let yeah. me add <laughs> it up. <laughs> like, uh, so you parasite was in there. Incredibly smart. Book smart was in there. Is. Yes. Um. I mean, I think that's pretty much it okay. for kind of newer stuff. So, damn, this is really, really hard because this year has given some great movies. I have two picks right now. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of going Snow back and forth. Snowpiercer in a RoboCop camp. You would put Snowpiercer. Oh, yeah. I'd put that yeah. in the yeah, same yeah, yeah. realm. Like, like strong messaging, mm-hmm. kind of crazy. Not the most world building, but yeah. still very sci-fi to get to. Some, yeah. yeah, I give you that. I give you that. Um, Gross. So Gross. Mm-hmm. I will add... Gnarly. Okay. I'll go with Peanut Butter Falcon. Whoa, Ooh, you shit. love that movie. I've, I, I haven't love seen it. that movie I so much. It, wow. it is the most. It is one of the most feel good buddy movies. I love that. And I just really, I don't know. There was something about that movie that in it a non pandering so like, way as well. Yeah, I've it felt heard. so like real, and it just felt so raw. And Shia LaBeouf is amazing. Yeah, his co star in it is amazing. Yeah, it's just like you're on this like adventure for an hour and forty five minutes, and you're just so into it i love that. such a great movie I that's really awesome that. yeah, i gotta yeah. see that shit uh, i want to too uh have you have you has honey boy come out yet yes um, no. it's, seen it's out as of last week and you haven't seen it yet i have not no I but i saw to. knives out and that was good. I'm oh, so, yeah that was a good time good. i feel like i, I, I want to do good peanut, peanut butter falcon and and honey uh, boy back honey to back boy. yeah on yeah honestly like yeah yeah yeah, because yeah. I because honey cause, honey or peanut butter falcon is just like great Shia performance. Correct, and it's not not that it's not personal material, but mm-hmm. Honey Boy obviously is because it's a story about his dad and, and their relationship. And places, yeah, exactly. So I like, know. I want to see the difference of those two <sighs> movies side by totally. side. Totally, I think it's super, Shia's great. I mean, here's a, here's a crazy thing. I've heard a lot of rumors about that actor, mm-hmm. uh, I, and and it's really unfortunate because whenever you hear a rumor about somebody's like behavior and kind of how they treat other people and it's disappointing you're like fuck man i don't want to hear that because somebody was disrespected or somebody was put down or whatever whatever i also know a little bit very little about shia labeouf's like childhood and upbringing and background in life and and i'm like dude got a kid got a bad hand dealt to him and i'm not excusing any other behavior but i just 
I half root for him, half go like, come on, man, that does not excuse your behavior. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's so tricky because I also think he is a phenomenal actor. I think he's so, so good. So mm-hmm. I'm glad that Peter Butter, Peanut Butter Falcon was great. And I'm really curious about Honey Boy. Yeah. And Shia LaBeouf is like very out there about his working on himself, I yeah. guess. I know. Yeah. I know. But I'm also wary of like, I'm like, okay, buddy. I'll How kind performative of, is this? Yeah. Because he's done a lot of it, weird publicity uh, stuff. Right. I'll believe it when I see it, you know. I, you yeah. know but I don't, and also I, I don't know enough about his behavior. Also. Other than like the weird like getting arrested yeah. drunk stuff. Yeah. Or whatever. I'm going to throw this out there. Not for the list, but I just want to throw this movie out there. If you guys have not seen The Lighthouse. Mm. Oh, I need to see The Willem Lighthouse. Defoe is. You, so we really, we really like that one as well. Dude. That's it was it was honestly between Parasite, Peanut Butter Falcon, and and uh, Lighthouse. Lighthouse. So Parasite's Three very already on there. Movies, Peanut Butter but, Falcon's oh already on there. God. Really quickly, talk about why Lighthouse would have been maybe one of your picks. That performance is it because it's is it performance? Is it it's, so unique? It's a, it's is a little it, bit of everything. It's it's the performance. It's the writing. It's the directing. It's the visual qualities of the movie. It's the relationship between the characters. It's also the strangeness and the oddness. And the way it ties into like Greek mythology and all that sort of stuff. Really? Yeah, oh, man. Fuck. I gotta go I see didn't it right now. Yeah, man. Whoa. It's, uh, Hector, yeah. you wanna go see The Lighthouse? It's super late at night. Yeah. Have you guys seen The Witch by Robert Eggers? The Witch? Uh, yeah. Yes. As soon as they put a baby in a mortar and pestle, I was like, I gotta bounce. <laughs> <laughs> Did you not finish it? This could be a no go for me. Dude, that movie is legit fucking terrifying. Yeah. Well, you know, I had to go muddle a baby. Same director. Yes. But this is. Ah, you just gotta watch it. It's I, very I'm, different, cu- I'm it's curious. Really I know. You know what's I'm very, very, very excited yeah. to see I'm, it. I'm frustrated that uh, I'm more of a wuss than my dad. But that's not a scary movie. The Witch is. Oh, The, oh, the, the Witch. witch. Is, yeah. Yeah, the witch. Like, that's not scary. Yeah, and I was like, wait, did you see the whole thing? Because mm-hmm. that shit's creepy once that goat starts talking, dude. And my wait, dad was like, talks? dude. I'm back in, see, man. No, no, no. <laughs> you but didn't tell this, me a goat talk. say that here's, now. Here's, here's, how I, here's how I like to compare scary movies. I like to compare scary movies to, is it scarier than The Exorcist? Mm-hmm. Which to me in a lot of ways is still like psychologically... Yeah. You know, deep down into your core, into your DNA, I'm not religious at all, but I watch The Exorcist and I'm just like... They're demons. You know. Yeah, I'm like, demons are real. Demons are real. (laughs) It's The devil's real and we should be afraid of him. Pea soup is real. Um, He's right outside. Oh, no. The devil is real. But I watched The Witch and at the end of it, I was like, Witches are real. Goats are real. I was like, witches are real. (laughs) I was like, evil's real. The devil's real. The shit's real. Goats talk. Goats talk. Goats talk and they sound real spooky. Mm-hmm. Um, but my dad was like, yeah, I saw the whole thing. It wasn't scary. And I'm like, get out of here, dad. Are you kidding me? He also walked out of Hereditary. But he didn't let it get scary. I know. Oh, interesting. I know. He said he was, it was so boring. But also boring. I didn't like Hereditary. He walked either. out. Oh, I really? know. You didn't? Mm-hmm. Did you like so, Midsummer? I didn't like, I think that he is good at getting a performance. Uh-huh. Yeah. But he's not, well, sure. I don't like his, my dad I don't like and how I, he sticks landings. My dad and I liked. But uh, otherwise. We liked Get Out and Us. And he agreed those were good and those had scary moments. Like, so it's, I don't know. I'm not good at horror movies, I think. I think the performances in Us are great. I don't know yeah. if the movie necessarily lands like Get Out. Same. Does. No, Get oh, Out no. just sticks it. Yeah. Uh, and Us has some great performances. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, The Witch scared the shit out of me. So I want to watch The Lighthouse. Robert Eggers is Man, real good. But, yeah, I still think about that dead baby. It's so crazy <laughs> it's that so messed he, up. like, got so much acclaim from... The Bavitch, and then yeah. I'm a little, I'm a little. Made the I shouldn't care about this, but the, I think it's like the Hollywood uh, Press Association or something. Mm-hmm. They didn't put the Lighthouse as one of the best pictures, and mm. they put other movies mm. that frustrate the hell out I of know, me. I know it made me so mad. I'm I like, saw, bro, yeah. the Lighthouse. Is yeah, they wanted so Green Book good. to win again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> round two. Did they even come seen, out this year. I need to watch more of the good movies this year because I've got all of my like fun. I did. Sorry. 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 It's fine. It's fine. You can leave it. Um, I got all my fun animated action dumb movies covered for the year. Like yeah. I've seen all it's of those. It's now the time of year yes, though to, to be where like, it's like, where are these screeners? Got? Where are these screeners? Um, just come over to my house. Good stuff. I'll come okay. over. Okay. I, need, I got all the blues. Because I need to get that Batman Returns. Yeah. But also, I'll pick up some screeners mm. as well. But um, but yeah, I saw that list of all those critically acclaimed movies, and I've only seen like two of them. I'm and very... of the two, I was like, I didn't like those movies. <laughs> Ugh, brother. <laughs> Thought they were not good. Yeah, I don't want to do real other show. <laughs> I know, I know. But um, Joker's bad. All right, so let's... <laughs> Wrap it out. <laughs> Joker's bad. He kills Robert De Niro. <laughs> don't don't spoil it. Don't spoil okay, it. I spoiled Joker. King of Comedy, Guys, friend. it's dumb. It's, 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 it's that movie made me feel dumb. It's not. Yeah. It's Sorry, not, that uh, just became the end of our podcast. I'll say this to bring it to bring it all the way back yeah. around. The, um, 
RoboCop is very smart. It, it's a smart it's dumb smarter. movie. Yeah. It's a, it's, it it's, knows what it is. It, it knows, knows exactly what, it is. what it's doing. Yeah. It yes. knows exactly what it's trying to yep. say. And yes. it, it, it is effectively saying it. Yes, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Keller, what movie are we watching next week? And who's our guest going to be? Next week, we are watching Do the Right Thing. We're watching Do the Right Thing. Our guest is going to be Joelle Monique. And she has been crushing it. She's been doing these incredible analyses of each episode of Watchmen. And her work is all over the place. She has it's just absolutely been crushing it. I'm so excited. The timing worked out perfectly. We're probably going to talk about Watchmen. But Do the Right Thing currently is streaming on Stars and DirecTV. And I own it. And you own it on Blu-ray. So but it's everybody stars can come over. Or Stars on Amazon. You can come over, Adam. You want to come over and watch me? Streaming for subscribers for those things, DirecTV and Stars. Otherwise, it's rentable for like three bucks uh, everywhere on the internet or four bucks on Amazon, HD, whatever. Do the right thing. Spike Lee. I'm excited because I've never seen it. And it's supposed to be... It's great. I know it's going to be great. So I'm really looking forward to it. So Adam, go, where are you? Adam, what? I don't know where I am right now, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we uh, sign off, Adam, can you please let everybody know? That's what I meant. <laughs> where <laughs> can they find you on the internet? Where are you on the internet? Mm-hmm. And is there anything... Uh, first of all, I want to point people to the episode that you and Augustine did with Andre Meadows. Yeah, that was so Hyper Heroes episode. Andre's great. Hour and a half. Great conversation. <laughs> that was it the two flew. amigos, but that's yeah. a separate two amigos than this two amigos. And that that's one new... is for sure ranked lower than our two amigos, okay? Well, give me know. that one at least. It's pretty good. Fucking at least give me that <laughs> it's one. A new, it's a new iteration of the three amigos. <sighs> a new duration? Yeah, new duration. Uh, but it's great. Andre Meadows, Black Nerd Comedy. Yeah. Uh, Augustine and you covered a bunch of great stuff, yeah. but had great discussions. A great Arnold Mr. Freeze impression right. from you. <laughs> Uh, so dumb. A great, you guys it's had cold. so many, so many great moments that basically were pointing to the camera and being like, "Listen to us, movie studios, yeah. we're giving you gold." I know, so I fun, know. <laughs> yeah, so fun. It was, so. it was great, and uh, yeah, he was a great guest, and I can't believe we did a ninety-minute episode, and then we did an hour-long Mandalorian podcast with him what? too. What? Damn. Yeah. And did you do Titans or no? I did with Zach. You did it with Zach. Oh, okay, cool. Okay, <laughs> You're how a was that? Oh, you know. Yo, we're, we're one episode away. It's almost done. <sighs> I know. And it's next week breaks we'll be my done. heart. Breaks my heart. I, I want know, it to be too. better. Me too, me too. All of a sudden the, the yeah, publicity's how's it coming out. End? Dude, that's what I said. The publicity's out there like, here's Nightwing's suit. And I was like, Really, guys? Yeah. Really? We spent thirteen you, episodes trying to see a suit. All right. All right. All right. It's a bummer. Anyway, um I'm bummed. Go listen to the Mandalorian podcast. Mm-hmm. It's go watch on Robocop. Patreon. Go watch Robocop. Go listen to that Titans podcast with Zach Eubank. Go watch Do the Right Thing. Go watch Do the Right Thing. Go watch the Adam, Andre, and Augustine three A's, hey. three amigos. Hey. The three amigos is hey. what they're called. Okay, that's still a rank lower. <laughs> on YouTube, on Hyper RPG, on Hyper's YouTube. And uh, Adam, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, all my social media is just my name, Adam Hlavik, A-D-A-M-H-L-A-V-A-C. Thank you so much for having me back again. Thank you, man. Fucking Great pick. I can't wait to be back next year. Great pick. We're going to show you the list right now. In the meantime, guys, go watch all that stuff I said. If you guys want to review our podcast on Apple iTunes, hit that five stars. If you guys want to hit that five stars, none of this three star. Hey, you guys talk about politics too much. (laughs) (laughs) Just guys, do me a favor. Just five stars. Fuck Donald Trump. Write whatever you want. Exactly. Joker was a bad movie. (laughs) Five stars. (laughs) We're just alienating so many. I don't know. It's fine. If honestly, if you already weren't kind of simpatico with some of our beliefs and opinions you probably wouldn't you would have checked out earlier and that's fine but uh honestly leave a review and keller and i are going to try to read some in the next few weeks before the year is up exactly because we got some exciting stuff coming up next year and i mean exciting we're doing maybe more stuff so stay tuned tell your friends about the podcast and do what keller said and go ahead and give us a review and a and a little rating and um give us a review and a little rating yeah Whatever you want. Not little like one star. No, not uh, like that. Big five, rating. Tell you what. Five stars, write whatever you want in the review. Five True. stars. Yeah. And we'll read it. Give us five <laughs> stars and then give us your thoughts on Joker. Yeah. And that last sentence, if you say like, I'm a little poopy boy, I'll read it. They all say Baba Booey. They'll say Baba Booey, Baba Booey. Uh, guys, go watch Do the Right Thing. We will see you next week. Huge thanks again to Adam Lavick for being our two-time and guest. We'll see you next year, Adam. Please. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Bye, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.